Shabbat Shalom Rabbatai. This is the Mishnah Yomi for Chet Nisan. I'm recording Erev Shabbat, so hopefully we can get a head start. We are continuing in Kilayim, in the fourth parak, Karachat, about Kilaya Kerem. And we are on the fifth Mishnah. Now, in the fifth Mishnah, we're going to discover what actually is a Kerem. If you just had one vine, one grapevine, you couldn't call that a vineyard. What about two? What about three? And what's the arrangement they have to be in? Because recall, if you just have one vine or something that is less than a kerem, less than a vineyard, you only need to have a sixth fachim space between your one grapevine and your other vegetables or your other crops. So if you have an actual kerem, then you need what we called in the last Mishnah, a vodata kerem, a four ama space, which is the workspace of the kerem. That's considered part and parcel of the vineyard itself. So if you have what's halachically constitutes a vineyard, you need to have a four ama gap between that vineyard and anything else. If you just have some vines, a couple of vines in the backyard, you only need six tefachim. So this is a big difference, important to understand. So Mishnah, hey, if one planted a row of five grapevines, Beit Shammai says this one row of five grapevines in a line counts as a vineyard. Beit Hillel says that's not a kerem yet. It needs two rows. <clears throat> so if you had five vines in two rows, as we're going to see in the next Mishnah, that counts as a vineyard. Therefore, if someone plants within the four amot of a kerem, says that creates a problem. It's mekadesh, not in the good sense, but in the bad sense, one row in that vineyard. So this is... a. Um, from the Pasuk, Pentikdash, or Chochamim, they explain Pentukadesh. They say, by Kilaya Kerem, it says Pentikdash, lest it become Kodesh. Now, Kodesh can mean holy, but it could also mean separated or sort of pushed aside, like a Kadesha. So here it's Tukadesh, you have to burn it, is the result of it being, being Tikdash. But since Beit Shammai says that one row can constitute a Kerem, so if one planted illegally within four amot of that row, then that row becomes Kadesh, becomes, uh, has to be destroyed now because it's become Kilayim. And the other vegetable or crop as well must be uprooted. So that's a bit of a, a leniency by Beit Shammai is that only that one row, because it constitutes its own independent vineyard, which is planted next to something, is affected. Beit Hillel Omrim but Hillel says, because you need two rows to constitute a vineyard, the two rows next to the foreign invading species is what is affected. So it comes out that Beit Shammai is a bit of a leniency if something was planted in the four amot avodat kerem of a one-row kerem, it affects only one row. But by Beit Shammai, it affects two rows because two rows is the minimal size of the vineyard. As the Mishnah continues to explain in Mishnah Vav now. Mishnah Vav If you planted two opposite two, so you have basically a box of four vines, and one vine in each corner of the box, basically. The Achat Yotzezanab, and one goes out a tail. Now there's various ways to understand this, but it seems that one additional plant, the fifth plant, is in line with one of these rows of original plants. So it's sort of sticking out the side. If you see, there's a picture in the bottom of the Art Scroll Pocket Mishnah. It's just sitting there on the right side. This counts as a kerem. Now, this is according to Beit Hillel, who needs two rows. So the minimal size of a kerem is five plants. Beit Shammai had said in the last Mishnah, all in one row counts. And Beit Hillel says two rows. So what do you have? You have one row of two, 
and one row of three according to Beit Hillel. Shtayim keneged shtayim v'achad time. If you had two opposite two, but one in between them. So you end up with something like a, like a letter chet, a letter ches, where you have two legs of two, those are the two rows, and then one sort of on the, on the top uh, or on the bottom. You can call it an English U, a Hebrew ches, we're multilingual here, at least bilingual. Then that would count that uh, so the mission continues that's not a karam. So you have to have basically the box with four corners and then one going out like a tail, not the two rows of two and one in the middle. Uh, or the achad be'emsa is like a a dice, like like a like a die that has uh, the number five on it, that it has the box and then one smack in the middle, not coming out as a tail. So that's eno karam. And the Mishnah repeats itself at the end until you have two by two, the box, and one going out zanav like a tail, one coming out in line with one of the rows. And this apparently, if you look at an animal from the top, it's got the four legs and it's got a tail. However, in this case, the understanding is the tail is in line with one of the original rows, not in the middle.